Okay, guys. So, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice came out. I don't know when this movie will be released, but this is a completely spoiler-filled review of that movie. Spoilers! Spoilers! Shame! <laughs> Shame! Spoilers! Spoiler-filled review of that movie. Uh, I, we bring in our, uh, my friend Nate to talk about it because he's got to be the guy who holds our hand while we talk about our opinion through this. And you'll see what I'm talking about because we come in with different levels of wounds on many different levels. You know, Even there were some counsel. ups and downs. Some ups and downs in this little geek storm that was this movie. It wasn't fan four stick, but it was. But it dawn of justice. Dawn of justice. <laughs> this is its own new category, people. <laughs> so, with that in mind, enjoy us in our little ro emotional roller coaster as we geek out. I'm your freak of the What's up? What's the matter? I'll show you. Civil liberties are being trampled on in your city. People living in fear. He thinks he's above the law. The Daily Planet criticizing those who think they're above the laws. Oh, hypocritical. What'd you say? Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you read a puff piece editorial about an alien. You could burn the whole place Wait. down. Most of the world doesn't share your opinion, Mr. Wayne. Maybe it's the Gotham City in me. We just have a bad history with freaks dressed like clowns. Boys! Hmm. Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we? Lex. Hi, hello. Lex, it is a pleasure. Ow, wow, that is a good grip. You should not pick a fight with this person. In a nutshell, my feel of that movie is the sad Affleck video meme. Yeah. Because you know what? I was observing while I was watching that movie, and I was taking note to one thing. That if you only pay attention to the times where there is a live actor in the role of Batman in the scene, from that guy's perspective, this movie must look amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Ben Affleck wasn't a bad Batman. He was not the worst Batman I've ever seen. That honor still is a tie between Val Kilmer and George Clooney. And he was uh, still one of the best Batman I've ever seen. F take away the movie and everything that he... I'm not going to say he was the best. I'm going to say he was fine. He was okay. He was acceptable. I can't say I felt like 
I can parse that he was an amazing. I felt his emotion. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but see, okay, okay. So, Batman, from the first handful of seconds in, Bruce Wayne is angry. Like, he's completely mad from the rip. There is no point in time that you get to see him not mad or angry, so you don't have a way to measure what that is. He just look, He just simply looks like, and I had this discussion with somebody else, he simply looks just angry. There's no joy or sadness or calmness to measure against that anger. So from the first five or ten seconds throughout, he's just an angry guy. So yes, he had an emotion, but it was singular for the most part, and it was just angry. It was still the most, this was still the deepest character in the movie. That's not a good thing, Mike. Yeah, but like just angry Batman. Superman had no feeling. He had no emotion. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. You want to know what his emotion was? What was his emotion? Should I just give up? That's not an emotion. That's that's happening out. Look, um, in many ways, my biggest issue was where the hell was Superman? through most of this movie like I'm not talking about why wasn't he fighting or this or that or the other thing like there were so many points in the movie where I was trying to figure out exactly what the hell was Superman doing when Batman was being all super secret agent when uh, Lex was doing this out of the other like Superman was a a no show except he he was there no, 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 no. He was there to fight. He was there to be Superman, but he really wasn't there any other time. You don't really see him except for maybe one or two instances really have any reaction or interaction or character development personally. There really isn't a whole lot of uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? His own personal growth. Like he doesn't talk about what happened in the previous movie really. He doesn't really talk about how he feels about it. He doesn't – there's no process there. He's just sort of there. He's emotionless for most of it. He's not emotionally invested. It's like, are Kryptonians just old, emotionless people? Like, what What the fuck? Um, so between his very emotionless state, Batman's just angry, and uh, what's his face? Lex Luthor's over-the-top uh, Riddler-esque sort of, I don't know what the hell that was, crazy pills? Um... It's so disjointed the tone of the movie. I had a hard time figuring out what tone. What be? That's exactly what was the tone. I don't know because <laughs> Riddler, the Riddler, uh, Joker, uh, Lex Luthor was just completely all over the place and just giggly, crazy, whatever the hell that was. Batman was just angry, and Superman was like, "Incompetent." I, have, I, I don't have feelings. About any of it. No, no. I'll give him a little more confidence in this. At least this time, he punched somebody away from the fucking planet. Yay. Good job. He tried. Yay. Learning he, curve. He tried. Get people away from the things. Thank God it was at night. Um, like, there were. How the fuck does Lex Luthor know who Superman and Batman are? Can someone explain this to me? Mm. How does Batman not figure out that somebody knows who's he, who he is and is, he's being played at any point? How does Superman not realize that someone's spying on him? Why the hell does Superman not know his mom is being abducted, but he can know when fucking Lois Lane is farting in a bathtub? Um, Lex had an answer for that. What was his Lex? What was Lex's answer for that one? 
Um, because his dad taught him not to listen to his mother. Whatever. <laughs> I refuse to accept that for any reason ever at all, anyhow, anyway. Like, the second his mom is grabbed up and or tied to a chair and or threatened with violence or any of the things, he should know. Okay, you know what? Even worse still, Bo, even worse still, is it, let's say he didn't know, but when he gets to Luther and Luthor tells him this, why didn't he just x-ray what everything and find her? Because, you know, like, Wait, 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 wait. Because he could... He could Let's say he it's could, not an extra he scenario. Could, he, could find, he could find Lois across the other side of the planet. So That's I, what I'm saying. Like, he, he he flew to the Middle East in a heartbeat. Yeah. Even if Forget he was in that. a rough vicinity. Forget that. Um, she got pushed off the side of the building, and he wasn't even in Metropolis. And bam, like, I got you. Okay, so... So my buddy this was just like, told me buddy. how lazy Superman was, because no, he no, can't no, save my a buddy. damn... My buddy put it as the power of boners. And I'm like, well, I can't argue with it because clearly he can't hear when anybody else that's important to him is in danger. It's just Lois. Um, fine. Sure. Let's go with that. It's still really poor because. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's even worse. Across the freaking pond from them. It's even worse. It's even worse because it's not even that he knows when she's in trouble because they showed that the only reason he knew Lois was, you know, drowning. By the way, all spoilers. All spoilers. The only reason he knew Lois was in danger when she was drowning is because he heard banging. So obviously he's keened in on everything. So he's why didn't he act? Look. You mean to tell me he couldn't find his mother? While Luther, this was the thing that happened. Remember I said a while back. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Batman. Remember, remember I said a while back there was an old Superman comic where Joker tried to get one over on Superman? And he told him I have these bombs in the city. And while he's talking to Superman, Superman comes back and is like, you mean these? You mean these? You diseased maniac? You mean these? Because he found all the bombs in the city. Even though they were all sealed in lead boxes, that just means he scanned the entire city for lead boxes and just grabbed all the lead boxes, opened them up, and the bombs soft. You mean these? Do you disease man? In the time that, because they showed us how fast he is, because he could get to the Middle East in a heartbeat. Um, in the time that he was talking to Lex, and Lex is like, you, your mother, and goblin nonsense, he could have like been ignoring him and keying in to listen for his mother found her and been like, ah, she's safe. She's safe. So what you got now, Luther? What you, what, what do you got? What do you like, got? Because here's the thing. With and its what's own with universal the, physics, and he how, shows the ability to be mo- as where he wants, when he wants, how he wants. And why was he so angry? I don't know. Anyway, like, so... Like, the bat is dead. Hold on. How the hell does Lex Luthor know who Superman is? Oh, that's the, okay. That's the only thing I didn't have a problem with, because let's face it, go watch Man of Steel. Everybody should know. <laughs> like, how really. does he know who Batman is? That's a different story, but everyone should know who Superman is. Anyone but with, they needed to take the time to explain no, they, even explain, any of it. Explaining that he knows who Superman is, they didn't need to do because any because he had military connections. So any amount of money, he should have been able to piece together. I mean, the military did go question his mom. The aliens did land at his mom's house. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it, but. But take the 10 seconds to go, I've been spying on this or that or whatever. Don't make people have to assume how he knows everything. Why the hell does Kryptonian technology work with fingertips? Just fingertips. Why is it something – why is that the dumbest high tech ever? Why what, does it what, not just DNA, scan the person a hand and scanner? go 
Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is a hand scanner for Kryptonian tech? I don't know. That's what they had what, in the last movie. Human, what kind of human-minded thinking is that crap? Look, dude. They just like didn't. The, they didn't change the design of the movie of the ships for the last movie. No, dude. First of all, stop it. Stop it. You're picking on the, like the fifth, the five hundredth problem with this movie. Okay. You're going into I'm the nitpick region. There's I'm, no I'm need re- for that. Well, I'm going to regenerate Zod. You can't do that. Why? Because the council said so. Where's the council? Dead. Mm, okay. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The ship can make arbitrary choices like this. Yeah, why not? But it's so it can it can. It You're can, on five hundred and two. These are the can, least biggest problems. How about no, how about are, overall it, pacing? How about overall pacing? How about overall mood? How about the fact that it was a bunch of separate little disjointed bits of nonsense put together to make this mess? How about the fact that? Ooh, um, ooh, hey, flag, dude, so can flag, I speak? No, seriously. Dude, I, I, go, just go, just 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 say it. Like I. Something just popped up in my head again. That's no, filling just, me just crazy. Get it out. Just get it out. Why do I need to see Batman's mom's pearls again, and like three different times? We know how he became Batman, people. Well, sorry, I'm good. I had, I had, well, I had to we, get. Well, out. I knew this was happening from the trailer. You, you knew that. That I couldn't complain about. The trailer. Three time, times in the movie, Mike. It happened three effing times. Oh, okay. Three times they had to show that. The pearls. The pearls. Yes! I'm like, what? The pearls, the pearls, the pearls. The really? Pearls. Really? The pearls, they fall, the fall, the falling pearls, the pearls, the pearls. We know. We know. I give them only one clever thing. As, 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 as stupid as it is, it never hit me that their moms had the same name. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's reaction was the thing that tickled, tickled me the most. What are you talking about, Martha? What? What? What, Martha? What? What? That's what? his mom! That's- Okay, we're buds. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's all because then right immediately afterwards is like, nobody with a mommy dies tonight. No, mommy, Martha. No, nobody. Nobody. Nobody's mom dies tonight. <laughs> no, Martha's died tonight. This is Nate. Nate. This is Bo. Hey, pleasure to meet you, Bo. How's it going? Good. Welcome to Geek of the Week, brother. Mm. Um, you caught Bo in mid rant. He's just. I, I was. I was. I was in mid. Batman v Superman rant. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, you're not interrupting. No, because, yeah, okay, well, ranting can go to all, and oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Nate, before before we get in, the funniest thing was pointed out is like, no matter where Lois was on the planet, Superman can get there in a heartbeat, right? Right. But while he's talking to Luther, he couldn't just find his mom. <laughs> couldn't just, because allegedly Luther was like, no, the most important thing to a boy is his mom. Obviously, no, the most important thing to a boy is the power of his boners, obviously, because he can find <laughs> Lois. Mom, fuck her, man. Fuck her. Send the bat to go find her. And he's just, it's like, come on. Uh, I mean, Ben Affleck and Diane Lane got it out in the movie once before, so why not, right? Yeah, right? Why not? Why not? Now, here's here, speaking of that point, here's my other issue with this. Let's say for one moment both Batman – well, Nate, you saw the movie, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, let's say Batman and Superman decide to go a different direction, and Superman then goes and saves his mom, and Batman goes after Lex Luthor. Okay, that would have been an what entirely in, different scenario. Wait, wait, what? What in the hell did Lex Luthor think a handful of dudes with machine guns was going to do to Superman? <laughs> Nothing, like, I guess. Like, if they unless just, he knew, unless he knew the, that was how they were going to go about it. 
Dude, the speed with which Superman would have cut through those dudes. What do you mean speed? He just would have flown in there and grabbed his mom and flew away. I'm saying let's maybe, say he took the time to be dramatic. Maybe and he zapped just the building on the way out. <laughs> like, whatever. You know, like fly in, grab his mom, fly back out, fly back in, and then just grab them all and wrap them all in their guns. Like, what were they going to do? Nothing. Even worse, by the time he's done with this, he would still get to Lex before Batman gets to Lex. Before Batman gets to Lex Luthor. So I'm like, and I don't understand. if Batman understand. did get to Lex, Batman just punches him in the mouth. Like, it would have made more sense to me if he had at least put, like, a giant robot gun in there to keep his guy safe from Superman, who would, in all logic, go save his mom. <laughs> Why couldn't But there was nothing there. He had an hour to go confront the bat, right? A half an hour. Why half an didn't hour. he just at least look go for her? Go after his mom first. Why yeah. didn't he just look for her? I, this movie, like, forgot he had x-ray vision. They forgot the dozens of powers that Superman had. Oh, you mean like when he went to the courtroom, didn't use his x-ray vision to see but, that there was a bomb ticking? Or, I'll, no, no, no. I'll give Let's him that because he said he said that was his fault. He did say that he, he wasn't did, looking for it. That he wasn't looking for it. He but here's my problem. No, 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 no. Here, here's my problem with that. The very second that bomb goes boop to blow up is all the time in the world he needs to fly, grab it, and get away. Yes, right. seriously. Superman is that fast. And they showed that in all in the previous movie and this movie. He's fast enough to get the bomb out in a tick. So Yeah, that chair was basically lead lined. I guess. Soundproof. But we have this issue where every time Superman sees a lead box anywhere, he goes, mm, I can't imagine what's going on there. Look, soundproofed, lead lined, all these things. Which and, no one said it was. I'm just going to. Which no one said it yeah. was. And we're giving we're it more credit that this is a thing that he can't do anything about. He can just watch the people blow up around him. Look, I'm just going to go with it like this. This movie was an absolute travesty to Superman. It was an absolute travesty to Superman. Because, Nate, my problem with it was Superman. Was, Superman like an idiot. He was an idiot yeah. and he was weak. Like, people don't like him. And so he complains and whines to Lois, you know, like, maybe I should just give up. People keep saying things like this world is evil. Meanwhile, we live in a world that just actually gets nicer as time goes on. It's just we have a global eye on it now so we can see all the evil that has mm -hmm. been happening for ages. You know, as it treats here. No, no, Mike, it doesn't just treat Superman stupid. It treats Batman stupid as well. Yeah. It treats Wonder Woman stupid. Like everybody in this movie is fucking stupid. Lois wasn't needed in the movie. Everything she was doing should have been done by Batman, at least. And it was getting the bullet and all that stuff like that. Yeah, you know, just to show. I mean, like, come on. And Superman was just okay. Also, Nate, I want I want your opinion on Superman's social skills. So you're Superman, Nate. I want you to be Superman. You've read Superman okay. for ages, right? So now, okay, say for some strange reason you can't go find your mom. So you're gonna go to this crazed bat vigilante and ask for his help. That was his intention when he arrived there, right? Yeah, that's what it seemed like he was trying to do. So, so like, hold on, Bruce, let's talk about this. The Bat Vigilante is obviously angry and he has traps and you stop the traps with no problem and then the Bat gets in your face. Do you, A, continue to try to reason with him or B, push him 300 feet away? Nearly <laughs> I killing would try him. to continue to reason with him. If <laughs> I learned anything from John Byrne and them, I would continue to reason. Let's say Superman has not had the time and practice of his social skills. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Let's say Superman does not have this this social skill set. He doesn't have one social would, skills. One, hold, hold on. One would like to assume, at the very least, when your mom's life is on the line, you grow that skill set. 
Um, <sighs> so you're in my face and you're kind of a douche and you're attacking me with all these weapons that really aren't doing anything to me. I'm sorry. We got off on the wrong foot. I'm so sorry. My mom. Like the first words out of my mouth is, my mom I is got, in danger. Like he stopped to beat up Batman, who he obviously believes is the guy who could save his mom. So I'm assuming that somewhere in Superman's head he says, okay, I'm just going to kill him. Because that must because I'd be like, mom, 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 mom. I need a solution for the mom thing. So either I'm going to reason with him to get his help, or I guess I'm taking the killing him option? Because why did he decide to fight him? The killing option is always on the table when you break your villain's necks, Mike. And then remember when I said... <laughs> I hate to be that guy to point that out. Color Clark, color Clark is a thing. We've gone over this. All right. Okay, and remember what I said after Man of Steel when they when they announced they were going to do Batman vs Superman, I said, yeah, that would have been plausible if Man of Steel wasn't the way it was. Where you know Superman in many depictions, whenever they reboot their universe, his powers grow gradually, right, Nate? Right. Yeah, they grow gradually. Even in the Bruce Timm universe, his powers grew gradually. Like his first major enemy was a giant robot, and that was a problem right. for him. In Man of Steel, he like had all of his powers. He was fighting and moving at super speed at the same time. He was Dragon Ball seeing it. Still he still doesn't have freeze breath. Yeah, he, he hasn't tried. Yeah, he hasn't tried. Yeah, but he hasn't tried. That's it. fine. But we, he could, he was able to fight and move at super speeds. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And outmaneuver bullets and everything if he wanted to. Mm. So, I because and, and, and well, well, I know why they didn't do the super breath because as Batman Superman's trying to reason with Batman he freezes him up to his neck with super breath and talks to him and what's Batman gonna do superheat Nothing. the armor of course they'll just superheat the armor there's always an answer uh, like, like it's Batman remember Batman is the most powerful super being in the universe remember but the, that but that's the five <laughs> seconds he needs to tell him the dude's got my mom yeah because because um Nate I already covered this but I am of the opinion that people like Arrow and Daredevil are better Batman than Batman because somewhere along the line Batman developed every power needed to win and he'd lost all the brains in the trade so he's not even Batman look yeah because you have you <laughs> for seen the Dare world's you... greatest detective he detected nothing no did you see Daredevil season two yeah yeah okay so I'm sorry but doesn't Daredevil seem more human more normal human than Batman yeah. yeah, and he's the one with—he's he, the one with superpowers. He's the one with superpowers. What the hell? Like, and 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 Dude. I'm sorry. The TV arrow is throwing it in Batman's face like a like the All guy like the guy who gets your ex-wife. You know, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like he's like you thought Rachel Gould was a good enemy. I did too, so I took him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Doing I'm it here. right, Bruce. Doing it right, right. <laughs> this, this is how we do. How's how's your wife and my kids, Bruce? Um. <laughs> Look, I blame when Snyder Alfred then. has to tell when when Alfred has to tell Batman, maybe you go under the concealment of yourself and infiltrate. Really, this wasn't his first thought. His first thought was, I can't bust in there with my super armor and get the information I need. Why is Batman stupid? <laughs> Why is he not a detective? Well, in his defense. He hasn't cinematically been a detective since 1989. Damn. He's well, not he wrong. He hasn't. No, no, no. I never The last time Batman was cinematically a detective was the first um, Tim Burton Batman movie. Because he was barely in the second one. It was Penguin and Catwoman guest starring Batman in the second one. I feel like it's a poor trade to trade off all your detective skills for all your superpowers as 
Batman. No, no, he and, did, he traded his detective skills for fifty caliber bullets to cut people in half and waste them on the streets. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Those were electric bullets that electrified people before they got hit by the impact of the bullets. But what did it do about the explosions for the vehicles that they were crispy fried in? <laughs> I couldn't begin to tell you. Um, like holy shit, Bat Tank. So Holy Batman. Bat tank. Okay, all right. Well, so we'll get over that Batman is a murderer because he was a murderer in 1989. So and Superman uh, was a murderer whoa, whoa, whoa. in Superman. He was a murderer in this movie. Yeah, he was. He decimated people in that car. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. And he put a bomb into a clown's stomach and threw him in the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, I'm good. Yeah, Batman's a murderer in the movie. That is like the 500th and 30th problem with this movie, Bo. I don't care that Batman's a murderer at this point. Like, seriously. Well, both him and Superman are murderers. They're yeah, really we, killing. We really know that. And meanwhile, the lady with the sword was really the most level-headed person in the movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of which, you want to talk to someone else who was fucking pared down to dumb. Okay. Why in the fuck was she not trying to reason with anybody? Because she lives in this world. See, I think, hold on, hear me out, Bo. She's th- Wonder Woman. Hear me out, Bo. The, don't take my argument that I've been saying for years. Let me catch Nate up. Nate, for the longest <laughs> time, I've been angry about the present view of Wonder Woman as a warrior Amazon super killing machine. I loved Kingdom Come. And okay. yeah. I know that's where the motivation for the present Wonder Woman has come from. But in Kingdom Come, Wonder Woman was an ambassador of peace who failed at her job and was suffering, like every other superhero in the Kingdom Come storyline. You know that. Right. Yes. Yeah, they've been all doing it too long. Prior to that, Wonder prior to that in the comics, Wonder Woman was a was a sense of balance and peace and she was just calming. Yes, she could kick everybody's ass, but that wasn't her go-to in the comics. And at the time, Amazon culture had given up violence for centuries at that point. When she would, you know, after the 1986 reboot, they went with that. Yeah, the Amazons weren't violent anymore. They weren't a violent people. And Wonder Woman was an ambassador of peace to go out into the world and make it a better place to show them that laying down violence was a thing. Heck, that's where the theme song comes from. Wonder Woman, make a hawk a dove, stop a war with love, because she had that kind of presence. Which brings me which In Kingdom me Come, the- she picked up the sword and took the path of the sword because she failed at words. The Kingdom Come was a negative world. That was its point. She had no other choice. But she see, had no this, other choice. This but then that to, became what Wonder Woman is, period. This takes us to one now, of the Now, what I'm going to say to you, Bo, about what you said. You said, what was her problem? I think Wonder Woman in this movie was hyper aware, a la Deadpool style, of the universe she was in. And she was just opting out. She was on the plane. She was leaving crazy town. She was like, all of you people are super violent for no fucking reason whatsoever. You guys are just going to have your bro down and have your bro fist to your face all day. I'm out. I got no time for this. Back to Tamascura. Later, bitches. And then Doomsday came. Well, Oomsday came. And she's like, okay, I can't just be a shitball and decide to be a hero. That's but here's where this... But this still falls apart, Mike, because if she's Kingdom Come Wonder Woman, as in she's, she's out not. of the world of man. She's no, not no, no, Kingdom no, no, Come no, 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 hold on, hold on. Hear me, hear me out, hear me out. She even says, I tapped out. I'm out of the world of man because of what man has done. I've been doing this for 100 years, 200 years, whatever the hell it is. She's done. She's not involved. She tapped out. So that infers sort of like she couldn't do the diplomatic thing anymore. And if Batman's an older Batman who's toward the end of his sort of superheroing physically, and he's been doing this a long time, 
that also catches him to Kingdom Come-ish kind of Batman. And Superman is supposed to be this, you know, I don't know if I should tap out of the spotlight and just give up. Also Kingdom Come-ish Superman. My problem with that is they all have these personalities and actions as people who've been doing this too long, but none of them Only have been doing it nearly long enough except for Batman. And because Batman has been who's been doing it for so long, should have much more uh, savvy a perspective of interacting with newer people who haven't been doing this for 20 years. They don't have that 20-year interaction to be mad at each other. Hold on, Nate, what's your take? Hmm, I, I didn't think of it that way. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I, I mean, I just went in there as the, the happy fanboy, and then, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not as upset. Yeah, no, I'm not upset with it, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not uh, doing cartwheels either. Yeah, I know. And I don't know that. I, um, you know, after watching it with a man of steel, you know, people thought I was going to hate it because of the, the next snap and the destruction, all that stuff like that. And I was like, well, you know, they're trying to do something different. And like I always say, which I think you've seen on my posts, I trust Zack Snyder about as much as I trust a hooker with my wallet. So I know not to get too hyped about it. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, but yeah, but that's <laughs> that's an interesting point about Batman, you know, having 20 years over them on this stuff. Well, not 20 years over Wonder Woman, but Superman more so. I mean, yeah, Wonder Woman dropped out, but she was doing something like in World War One, which we're going to see next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, they don't have an experienced perspective. That's an interesting point that Bo brought up. I mean, like they, they don't have the experienced perspective, and they don't have that dynamic. I guess. I guess what we're saying. I guess what you're saying, Bo, is they're saying that they're trying to make these people the Kingdom Come versions of them, but unlike Kingdom Come, they didn't earn that. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't earn it. it. They didn't put it in the time. They didn't earn it. And the reason why Kingdom Come works is because they've all known each other for this long period of time. When you take that out of the equation, it dumbs it down. There's no reason for them to be that way. <clears throat> I'm just thinking that because, Nate, you said earlier that, you know, it's a problem that people don't know how to handle Superman. Right. And the thing is, is I think you're onto something, but I think there's more to it than that, because I think the problem is, is people think Superman needs to be handled. Superman doesn't need to be handled. He has over 75 years of literature and history and great stories off and on. Yeah, but like comics, they're shit stories and they're great stories. But we know what the good stories are, so go with right. those. And people always have this perspective of Superman being an indestructible, nice guy that's too boring to exist. First of all, he's not indestructible. He's been getting his ass kicked for 60 years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In his own comic. like every time se se 75, Mike. He had a birthday recently. No, 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 no. Because, um, because for the first few years, Superman was unstoppable. Um, but because um, uh, every time Superman in Superman's own comic, he always got his butt kicked, especially in the last 30 years alone. Yeah. Um, when he appears in things like Justice League, that's when he, they do the constant God allegories and nonsense like that, that you just roll your eyes to. You know, right. like, uh, but in his space own comic. Space Jesus. Yeah, Space Jesus. I got sick of how many times they said the word God in this movie. Um, <laughs> and. And they keep feeling that they have to handle him. As for him doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do and people not buying that because it's corny, look at Captain America's success. They haven't changed. I was going to say that, actually. They haven't changed Captain America's personality. Captain America in the Marvel movies is, personality-wise, completely Captain he's America. Superman. Yeah, he's Superman in that respect. Yeah, he does the right thing because it's the right thing to do. That simple. And there's nothing wrong with it. If he is the... Because Man of Steel... My problems with Man of Steel wasn't the neck breaking. My problem wasn't the destruction, although the destruction did make children cry, and that's your audience. Um, right. 
Um, my problem was that, that they kept talking about hope and salvation and all that he stood for, and that movie showed you none of that. He seemed like they he even was touched in a hope. On it. Yeah, they, they even touched on it on this movie where he's like, I think I'll just give up. And she, Lois had to go, but, but that's on your chest means hope. Like, and he's like, that was on my world, and where's my world? Thing is, is why like, is he's he, so defeated? Why is he defeated? Like, look how long it took Superman to even think about giving up in the comic book universe. Like, yeah. like, and he actually went against adversity. This is a Superman who didn't fight people like Mongol. He fought one, three people who could fight him, and he's already willing to give up. And it's not even against somebody who's an actual threat. I mean. Like, what's his real tra- what's what's the cha- why am I supposed to feel bad about Superman's challenges? He's not challenged. He's invincible in this movie, and you know, like even when they threw Kryptonite at him, he could just shake it off after a little while. And the only reason he didn't beat Batman is because one once again another problem with the movie is he didn't want to fight Batman. Right. He, he didn't want to fight Batman. He wasn't trying. It wasn't Batman versus Superman. It was Batman trying to beat Superman and Superman being like, "Calm down, dude." Well, I'm just. I, I'm just intolerant of your nonsense. I'm going to smack you a couple of times because that's another thing. He was small and egotistical because it's like he couldn't deal with the fact that Batman was in his face, so he started getting physical with him. I, uh, look, yeah. What I was saying in regards to them not handling Superman, in my opinion, just goes with the comic. It's like, and I'm sure, Mike, you've dealt with this with people that you talk to and all this stuff like that who don't like Superman because he's powerful and all this, all this stuff that, that you just said. And I think the audience, or, or Warner Brothers rather, you know, after Superman Returns, how well, that didn't do so well, and then how no one's Dark Knight, like everybody's just like, well, Batman, Batman, Batman. And Warner Brothers as a whole, I think, because they, they have all the characters. They could have been doing this shit for years. Yeah. You know, like, like I always say, and I'll say it to my dying day, the moment Fury showed up at the end of Tony Stark's apartment, Warner Brothers the next day say, all right, staff meeting, we're getting this Justice League bitch out now. Because they got to jump through hoops to get this guy, that guy. They don't have Fantastic Four. They don't have X-Men. They don't have Spider-Man. But guess what? We got the whole kit and caboodle. We can do this shit now. But that's not what they did. No, that's That's not not what they did. did. Yeah, like, the Justice League isn't even in this. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying is that, like, because with Justice League, you do need Superman. And, you know, my experience the past couple of years, especially with all these movies and the hype and everything, people still shit on Superman. And the the only two things I get is either he's overpowered or he's just some dumb white alien. That's all I get. But he's not... <laughs> but that's hard. No, I, I know, but I'm saying to to the average person who watches these movies, so they're like, okay, well, they're not Superman's not making money. We have to, we got to build a bat in all the time, and that's why this movie is, in my opinion, more of a Batman movie than Superman. Oh, it totally and, is. And that's why I feel like they don't know how to handle it. Do like, like I don't need movies to show me how great Superman is, why I love him, the things that he does, because I read the damn books. Uh, people, but are not everybody to do else that. does. Everybody else needs to see that. Why, why Superman would be like. Basically, it comes down to this. Make me feel why I would want to live in this world. You know? You don't. You don't. It's fucking oh, terrifying. Oh, fuck no. Don't do it. Fuck no. I don't know. That world is horrifying. <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> like, even with Superman and Batman not there, it's fucking depressing. Nobody. <laughs> like, yeah, they say, oh, Marvel, we're not going to have any Marvel jokes. But, yo, seriously, people have senses of humor. That's called human. Even yeah. in depressing situations, even at a funeral, someone will make a fucking joke. Right. It's to break the tension because no one lives in drama land all their life. You know, seriously. Look, I think it's easy to, to say that. I don't. I will say this. I don't blame uh, Cavill. I don't blame Affleck. I don't blame Godot. I don't blame even uh, Eisenberg. I do. 
Oh, oh, hold on, oh, hold on. oh, before we go on, hold on, hold on. Before, I gotta give you this down this is this is interesting, Bo. Nate, Bo. Yes. Did you know? Did you know that Jimmy Olsen was in this movie? Nope. Was he the Was he the FBI dude? The CIA guy? Yes, yeah. he was. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen was the outed CIA guy who was shot in the face. You want to know what else is funny? What's that? He wasn't the original cast choice for 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 Jimmy Olsen. You know who was cast by the casting director to be Jimmy Olsen? Eisenberg? Eisenberg. He was cast. Wow, that's funny. And do you know why he didn't stay as, um, uh, remember the rumors that uh, Cranston was going to play Luther? Right. Because he was the original person that they were going to fish for that. But Snyder said, if we're going to have Eisenberg, to paraphrase it simply, he said, you know, if you're going to have Eisenberg in this movie and you're going to only have him, everybody's going to be like, yeah, Jimmy Olsen's in this movie. He's going to be through the whole movie and then he's got a small part and that's just kind of dumb. So let's put him in through the whole movie. We need him in a bigger role. Cool. Wow. Because why have Brian Cranston? Look, um, as I was saying, honestly, I don't blame necessarily the actors in this. I that can't hooker would steal your wallet. You know that, right? That hooker would steal your wallet. She would. Oh, I, yeah. can't, I, I can't blame <laughs> them, Mike. Nate, I can't blame them. I blame direction and writing on this because the actors simply tried to do what they were told to do. I can almost tell that everybody involved was doing what they were told because they did what they did and there was no fluctuations. It wasn't wishy-washy. They were consistent. Oh. And that yeah, means you know, they were directed uh, to do that. Yeah, I blame let me, uh, let, let, me, let me clear myself. I When I said I do, I, I just blame Eisenberg because that was just the one thing I didn't want. I love this guy, Superman. I mean, I've seen him in other movies and I can see that he can bring what Superman, like, he could channel Reeve, I believe. Uh, Affleck, I dug him as Batman. You know, I think he can do it. And, yeah, you know, I know you guys don't like, you know, what they made him. You guys are like, oh, he's stupid here. Why they made him so damn stupid? And hearing you guys say it, I'm like kind of laughing because it's like, yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, I had no problem with this girl. I'm positive woman. he could do it. They yeah. can all do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like I said, the Snyder, I, like I told you earlier, I feel they gave him too much power. I mean, he's only good for making pretty panel, you know. I, I have this theory that he might have wanted to be a comic artist when he was a kid, but he sucked. He's, so he went in this direction. Director. Music video director? Music video director is what he was. You mean you mean okay. Sucker Punch? <laughs> I never the saw that. The, world, the world's longest uh, music video? Yo, Nate, uh, the movie yeah. was aptly named like Hateful Eight style. That movie was a Sucker Punch to your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, that one the, was rough. I remember seeing the trailer for that, and I remember being all hopeful. I was like, that movie looks so cool. If it has all those things in it, that movie will be awesome. Went to see that movie. Oh my god. What the fuck am I watching? Oh my god. What Almost two hours. The, the longest music oh, no, video I, you'll never want to watch again, Nate, just so you know. Oh no, I learned my lesson. We, we warned you. Uh, no, no, I won't I will never touch it with a temple pole. You don't you got nothing to worry about. I learned my lesson with Snyder with three hundred. I absolutely hated that movie. And the only reason why I saw Watchmen because for whatever reason my girl wanted to see it. So I was like, all right, fine. And even with that, I was like, I really don't like this dude. I mean, he can make a picture look pretty, but I can't. And when they gave him Superman, I'm like, ah, shit. Well, <laughs> now, here's now the thing. Like, this is the difference. Yeah. This is the difference. 300, you ever read it? Yeah. Yeah. He, you know why, oh, I mean, I, I don't you know like why 300 did do? You know why 300 did good? Because no. that's exactly what 300 was. It was basically Zack Snyder's perfect wheelhouse. It was just 300 Spartans killing people for 90 minutes. That's it. It was that's panel it. for panel, shot for shot, the book. It's hard to screw that up. Anytime he had to add some drama, because all the drama shit that he added into it was crap. It was utter crap. 
Right. All the additional stuff, like the stuff with his wife in the, the politics, Senate. it was, it was, it was yeah. not, that was garbage, and it was. I, it was, and I saw the sequel, and it was worse. Um, <laughs> look, Nate, you, you want to be upset at uh, Eisenberg? I understand. I feel you. I think his character was over the top, silly, pointless, crazy. It felt like Jim Carrey Riddler. from Riddler slash Joker. You mean uh, Cesar Romero, right? Cesar Romero, Joker. I'd rather Cesar Romero. <laughs> Cesar Romero was an amazing fucking actor. Like, yeah. again, I would have much have rather had Cesar Romero. This was not Lex Luthor. I don't, it, it, his name was Lex Luthor, but I couldn't even begin to tell you why he was so weird, giggly, crazy, and stupid. And to all the people who say, of course it's not Lex Luthor, it's Lex Luthor's son. No, it's not Lex Luthor. They just randomly made him junior to to a guy who was never Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor's not from, like, never lived in Germany or nonsense like that. They just made him junior. That's it. They just I changed thought they slapped the junior to shut guys like me up. Yeah, no, it's it's Lex Luthor. He was supposed no, to be Lex, Lex Luthor. They added junior because they went for a younger guy than what they were planning originally. That was it. He's taking if the they had gotten Michael Rosenbaum to do this part, they would have won. Aesthetically. I, I, I'm, I'm still on the belief of Billy Zane. I'll say that to my dying day. Yeah, Billy Zane would have been fine too. So I, I would have given, like, given anybody a shot at this. But honestly, I would have given the guy who played Jimmy Olsen a shot at this. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the guy who got shot in the face, I think, would have been a better Lex Luthor, man. Anybody, anybody in this role, though, with the direction they got, would have failed. I can't blame the actors. I blame the writing and the directing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. So what's my line? Okay. Now make it a little more crazy. Ramp it up for me. Okay, nope, crazier. Put some snot out no. your nose. A, a little more. A little more. A little yeah, more. There you go. Yeah, you can blame Eisenberg all you want. like Because I get where Bo's point is. You can blame all you want. But the fact is, someone in the, in the director's chair and then the editor's chair saw this several times and said, perfect. Print. Yeah. Yeah. Like perfect. that over the top was directed. I just want to make it clear. That I am not a butthurt fanboy on this matter. I just, I'm a fan of comics, yes. And mm -hmm. as I said to you before, I'm a fan of comics, both sides, Marvel, DC, but I'm also a fan of movies. I love movies. Yes. And I know a shit movie when I see it. You know what I'm saying? And like, remove the fan. Yeah, it's because it, if you leave the fan there, it's just great to see you're suffering a starvation of water. When it when it comes to Superman and Wonder Woman, you know, mm -hmm. you're not seeing them out there. There's a proliferation of Batman all the time. He could take the hit. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. But uh, you, when you finally get your Superman, you want it to be good, and I think that's what a lot of people are suffering. What I call the Phantom Menace effect is yeah. that they want it yeah. so badly to be good. Mike, Mike, yes, on the nose. I even said that earlier. I was like, this is episode three. This is people lying to themselves like it has to be good because if it's not good, then I have to accept and embrace that it was crap. Yeah, because I was one of the guys who like saw Phantom Menace and was like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we walked out of sneaking together, Mike. You know, because we, we, were, we were sitting in an audience, late night showing, absorbing the fever, people waving their lightsabers, people cheering at everything. So you're in that mob fever. And they're like, yeah. yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is great. And then, like, a week later, you're like, no, it wasn't. The hell did I just what, what, what was it? Why was it boring? Why were no. the lightsaber fights dance routines? No, no, oh, I, I might be a little slower because it wasn't until, like, my third DVD viewing <laughs> where I got there. <laughs> no, I get you, man. 
Because you know what? Scars you know, run deep, dude. <laughs> not just that. Think about this. You had the same, in all likelihood, many people are having the same feeling, which is you watch two hours of mis- miscast, misdirected, poorly written for that 30 minute payoff of a fight, much like Phantom Menace, where everything was about the duel of fates fight between Darth Maul and the two Jedis. That was an amazing sequence. That was great music. It was a really yeah. good fight. But you had to sift through all this stuff. And you got to the end, and because it was at the end, you're like, this was good because it's at the end. And it was the ending was good. That was like fucking a bag of elbows, but you still had one really big busted nut at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so, so you're, you're, all, you're all cut up and shit from the bag of elbows you're banging. But at the end of it, you've built up such 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 back backup. Because it was a long time getting there because you're fucking a bag of elbows. It's finally when you get relief, that was a good experience. Until you reflect on the cuts. I don't know that I would in. use that. <laughs> Close this is where you're going to get Um <laughs> Yes, it's two hours for a 30-minute payoff. Um, and the 30 minutes were visually amazing. Um, it's special effects bonanza, so of course I expect no less. But the, what you're left at for some people at the end of it is was the two hours really worth it it always brings me back to this yeah people were dissatisfied with age of ultron but you fucking greedy marvel fans and your plates of caviar who can complain about a subpar movie like age of ultron when it was at least passable as a freaking movie (laughs) you know what i'm saying it was at least passable as a freaking movie don't complain don't complain because i got a stomach through man of steel and then the worst, the worst version, which is friggin' Batman v Superman, man. Because Man of Steel, I actually have a higher appreciation for it now. Because at least, because yeah. I've I've said this: if Superman wasn't the main character of Man of Steel, it would have been a perfect movie. If it was On a top- if it was a movie about some super yeah. alien that wasn't named Clark Kent, that wasn't Superman from the planet Krypton, just some other planet with the same powers, whatever, and it was just that movie it would have been fine. It was the ideals of Superman that he didn't live up to that made it problematic. But even if Dude, you change the farm boy alien killer, I'm first in line. Yeah, it would have been fine. You know, that's why people wanted to see Hancock, even though that fell short at the end. Um, but this movie, if you change those characters into different people, a la how they did with Watchmen when they made that comic book, this still would have been a poorly put together movie with disjointed plots from like like six different movies were happening all at once, not interconnected okay. with several stupid people. So so two things I like to address real quick. One, um, the need to shove in these iconic sort of DC comic cover moments too soon, like unnecessary. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the whole uh, Death of Superman cover uh, with the the silver S over the black coffin, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, apocalypse injustice moment where Batman's on apocalypse trying to get some kryptonite and just gunning people down because it's all bits are off because Superman's dark and evil. Um, the Jason Momoa. The Jason Momoa. Uh, hey, is, is that Aquaman or Moray Eel? I can't tell. <laughs> um, get away from my hole. Um, hell, even the... Uh, what, what was the other uh, damn moment? Uh, when the Flash is like, Hey, I'm Flash from an alternate timeline. This is going to get screwed. You've got to change things because Final Crisis is coming. Like They wedged all of that in there. And my favorite part is... Batman mentions none of it to anyone for any reason. Yeah. None of it. 
Like, even if he thinks he's going crazy. Hey, Alfred, I had this weird kooky dream, bro. Like, I dreamt I, I was, a dream within a dream. I dreamt I was on a planet that was spitting fire, dude. And I was, like, leading a resistance group. And then an army of Superman soldiers came and killed all the people. And Bugman came and knocked me out. And then Superman unmasked me. Then I woke up. But I was still in a dream, and there was this dude sheathed in lightning, and he was like, "No, no, for real, like, yes, true, you knew." And I was like, "What was he talking about, dude? Did you slip me something?" <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like he can. Well, how come I quit the booze? <laughs> and, and, and then, and then, literally, Batman. This happens to Batman, and he says nothing, does nothing, and doesn't even remotely act different because of the experience. Like, it just. You know what it was. Hold on, Bo. Does this happen to Batman so often that it's a non-fucking-sequitur? <laughs> yeah, obviously. But you know what it is? It's like, you know the pool scene the, the, the pool scene with Thor in Age of Ultron? It's like, what if they what if you just took that scene and did several versions of it throughout the entire movie? Because that's what happened. It was just yeah. unnecessary. Like, Justice League is coming. More stuff happening. Justice League is coming. More stuff happening. Justice League is coming. More stuff. It's that. Oh my God! It's that. It's it's. Well, it's let me let, let me ask you guys. What's up? So Marvel Marvel's had like eight plus years to build up to the Avengers and all that stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And what I was saying earlier in regards to Warner Bros. had it all the time. They just chose not to do it. So now that they see that Marvel's making all this money, they want to obviously keep up with the Jones. Try to keep up with the Jones just now. Mm-hmm. So, how would you go about trying to do a Justice League movie without? Aping off Marvel style, it's not giving everybody a movie to collect the Justice League. Here, let me. Let you me, can't. Let, no, no. Let you me just, take. Let me take this first. Let me take this first because that's not true. It's not that you can't. It's like let's say that they didn't do the movies that they did already. All right. All right. Let's say they didn't do the screw ups that they did already because they got to own that right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. First things first. Um. The world is more familiar with the DC universe. The world is more familiar with the DC universe. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, Iron Man, Thor, and friggin' like yeah. the uh, Cap had to get introduced. That was Marvel's thing. The other problem is, is um, Disney gave Marvel a full studio, and the only purpose that studio serves is to make comic book movies. So it's in the best interest of that studio to do its best to make those movies and service that. Warner Brothers is an entire movie studio that they just said, "Hey, you guys do this." They don't have a dedication to it. You get what I'm saying? They figured we make movies, we got this. If they want to go in with the same, the same reward, they need to put in the same effort. But they don't. But what they have the reward of is that they don't have to put in so much groundwork. They could have came in solidly flat out with a Justice League movie right out the gate, and throughout the movie, it could have told the buildup of the of this entire uh, mythos while they're dealing with the major threat that brings them together. They wouldn't have had to wait for this. For okay. this they, they, it's their lack of trust in an audience that makes them feel that they have to retell these tired stories over again. Like, did we really need to see Martha's pearls <laughs> drop again? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> all right. Did we really? Just in case you missed it, two more times in the same movie, those pearls hitting Martha's the floor. Pearls, 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 Martha's pearls. Those pearls hitting the floor. <laughs> pearls, 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 Martha's pearls. The pearls, pearls hitting the floor. <laughs> Martha's pearls. Okay, like, like seriously, do you need to see that again? How, in almost every Batman movie, they showed a bit of his parents' origin death. Mm-hmm. In Batman one, in Batman one and two, the Tim Burton ones, they showed the parents die in both those movies. 
in in the in the Val Kilmer one, they showed the parents die. They kept doing it in over. every one of them. It Mike, it's in almost every Batman movie the death. Scene in almost, there. yeah, in almost every one of them, the death of his parents over and, again. And I do, I, I do appreciate the comedian actually dying as Batman's parents instead of stopping his parents from dying in this go. Um, <laughs> because, because <laughs> let's face it, if uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's going to take a role, it's going to be as someone's dead dad. Yes, because that's his job. Yes, yes. Did you ever watch Weeds, Nate? Uh, no. Yeah, he played the dead dad in that one too. Supernatural. Uh, he's the dead dad. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of episodes, but yeah, I know that he's in that or was in that. He's the dead dad in that. You know, he, play, he plays dead guys. Period. Because even in Losers, where he was alive, the world knew him as dead. dead. <laughs> the world knew him as dead. Ham and Sean Bean need to make a movie uh, <laughs> called "We're Not Dead." <laughs> We're not dead. Well, who dies first? Sean Bean. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. No. So in the end, like, if they had just said, "Screw it," our characters. Because let's be on it. Let's be serious. The DC universe has a lot more history, a lot mm-hmm. more um, badge and honor and media towards all their stuff. They have an entire generation fed on their cartoons. My generation and a generation after that and a generation after that fed on cartoons to know Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman the least. And Wonder Woman is still known almost entirely worldwide. You know, Green Lantern might need an introduction. Hawkman might need an introduction, but only barely. And these people could be guided in by these major figures. And they could have done that. But the thing is, is they have no faith in these things. That's why they try to rebuild the wheel, reinvent the wheel each time. Right. I think I think that's part of it, Mike. But I think there's another uh, sort of deeper issue here, because I can point out that DC Animation and uh, DC uh, Television has done exactly what we're talking about, and it's worked fine for them. Mm-hmm. It's really only the movieverse that's had this issue. But people will argue that that's because it's a niche audience with those two groups. Eh, ish. Um, yeah. I think the bigger issue isn't uh, the the fact that it's niche, but the fact that. DC Movieverse doesn't have a primary showrunner. They don't have vision. They don't have somebody saying, this is how it needs to happen. You're saying this they don't have a Feige. They, they don't, don't have a Feige. They don't have a Kevin Feige. And it's a problem. Because the only way you get where Marvel is at is having one person literally spearheading the steps that this goes. But uh, you got to know that's that. that's why I don't think they, they, that's why I think they would have to do that. But that's not true because Feige's not alone. Because if Feige was alone, a lot of other movies would have sucked. Feige was no. never alone. I mean, first of all, I, Avi Arad started the ship, and yeah, he was kind of tacky in some things. But mm-hmm. his motivation to get things done is what started this ship of sailing. And um, and he, the people who are behind the Netflix shows and the TV shows aren't the same people behind the movies. Feige is motivating a ship, but he is also more face than he is just a motivation. He is surrounded by people who want to keep their freaking jobs because if this fails, that studio gets shut down and the mouse says, well, you know, fuck you. But Mike, at the same time, he is that guy and he does have that network. He has the support. He is spearheading an entire group of people who are making this happen. He is the show, the quote unquote showrunner for this. DC hasn't thought of it as something that should have its own entity to do so. That's what I Marvel said. Marvel Studios. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying Marvel Studios has Feige and Ari and these guys, but they're all on the same page. They don't have Ari steer- anymore. But I'm saying they have had people steering this, and someone continues to steer the ship. DC doesn't even have its studio for just the DC stuff. It's just Warner Brothers. Here's the Warner problem. Brothers. Here's the problem. Yeah. Actually, in truth, they were they've stopped, but they were starting to give a lot of that power to Snyder. 
Snyder's not that visionary. Yeah, he's no, not. He is, he's he is definitely visionary. He's definitely, huh? Where are they going to get that to Jeff Johns? Like, isn't he going to be the, the yeah, supposed to, He's just a consultant. He's just a consultant. Just a consultant. They need to unconsult him, put him, give him that. But does he know? Okay, here's it. the thing: is is there's more to it than just having great ideas, because like, um, well, like I'll use I'll use the 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 Steve Jobs analogy. Steve Jobs was not an an inventor; he was an innovator and a motivator. Yes. And same thing goes for Feige. He will. He will let people innovate and he will motivate. And, you know, it, does Johns have what it takes to exist in the very poisonous world of Hollywood movie making? I don't know, but I can tell you who doesn't. Snyder. Not true. <laughs> Snyder's doing fine. Here's the, here's the thing. Snyder might not make a good movie, but he is doing fine for himself. He is. But that's not helping the brand, Mike. It helps him, not the brand. True. Feige is, is, is helping the brand. And himself. He's doing both. And himself. Yeah, he's doing both. But I mean, like, his focus is the brand, and that's why he's doing well. Snyder's focus isn't the brand. It's himself. Look, let's face it. It's clear. When it comes down to it, no, what is really clear is the mouse took a big reinvention way back and said, fuck this shit. Honestly, these kids have been supplying us money and souls for longest. Now they're adults and they have jobs. Find out what the fuck they want and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Buy all of it. They like Star Wars? Drop four billion on that bitch. They like Marvel Comics? Fucking buy it. They like DC? But what? No, we can't buy DC. Fuck them. We don't need them. Buy the Marvel. Buy it all. Oh, they like the internet? Buy fucking Maker Studios. Keep buying. I'm gonna okay, keep. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right. hold, hold on, Mike. The mouse oh. is in the house, motherfucker. The I want my always... money back. The you will get a Star Wars. You will get right. three, three Marvel movies every year. And a Star Wars movie every year, and I will make fucking billions. Bring your children. Yes, yes, we, we know, we know. Um, <laughs> the mouse has always been in the house, we know. But here's the thing. <laughs> Warner Brothers, who owns DC lock and stock, just yeah. like Disney owns Marvel. It's like it was destined to happen. It was destined <laughs> to happen. Um, the bunny clearly, and the mouse fight. <laughs> clearly have the same sort of ideas in mind, oh but my the God. execution has been terrible. Yes, I know, Mike. Hold on, you just You just clicked on that one. I know. Bo, do you get this? This I makes know. sense why it's like this. The mouse is caring, but really wants to make a buck, and he's shallow and hollow, but he'll let others bring his fame around him. Meanwhile, Bugs Bunny, typical of the character, never gave a shit. He doesn't really. <laughs> I'm waiting for Warner Brothers to buy Star. I'm waiting for Warner Brothers to buy Star Trek if they don't already own them, just to have That's, their own counter to Star Wars. I thought that Star Trek is uh, Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. Yeah, but no, it's not going to happen. CBS. Paramount and CBS own that shit lock stock, and they will slit their own wrists and anyone coming near them to freaking keep the only thing they have. Unless Warner Brother pays them two and a half billion dollars for it. Hey Nate, do you know if Marvel got um, Namor back from Universal yet? No, it's still in limbo. Feige's been very um, evasive about it. Because I, I figured you'd keep an eye on that. Because you, like very few people, are a big fan of Namor. I am too. I've grown to love him more and more in his crazy house years. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Um, Namor's uh, in limbo. Yeah, he's in limbo. Uh, Universal still ha has him. I don't know why they can't strike a deal like they did with the Hulk. I don't know why I mean, what kind of deal did they strike with Universal that they could have him for like fifteen plus years and not make one movie? I don't know. Because everybody I mean, else he, goes this long without making a movie, they lose their character. Yeah, I mean, it, it all depends Namor? on what. 
No, uh, uh, yeah, Namor. Yeah, yeah, Namor. No, they technically fulfilled that obligation by doing any mutant movie. Namor fell under. The no, 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 no. Namor is with Universal, not Fox, bro. Universal acquired Hulk and uh, Namor in their deal. And when Arad was handing them out like Oprah, like you get a property, you get a property, and you get a property. No, what I'm saying is, uh, the Hulk clearly has been sort of leased out, and that's how they maintain the Hulk, I imagine, um, without any too many problems or issues. As long as he shows up and makes a cameo somewhere, but they still got to share money Namor, with Universal. Namor has to be attached to someone else or something else. Is it the Fantastic Four technically? No, he's mm. no, no, Bo, Bo. We're not saying this out of guess. Namor is licensed to Universal Pictures. I understand that. What I'm saying is, is is that character attached to some other character? No, no, he's not. Okay, you got to understand this. He's, there's, I think what he's trying to say is, like, he's connected to Fantastic Four story wise. He's connected to yeah, Defenders, yeah. i.e., Captain America. But those licenses didn't necessarily go out by story, because you'd be amazed at who's attached to these licenses and who isn't. But you, that's kind of the point that I'm making. It's Namor's weird, not attached. Some of them to, are, and some of them aren't. Namor's not attached to anybody's license, but Namor's. He went out singularly. Interesting. Yeah, this is this is a fact. Namor, uh, I guess because he because he is Marvel's Aquaman, you know, he, he would be able to have a standalone, I guess. Yeah, and why not? Because he has. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He doesn't go with another property. You know, um, and the thing is, is Namor's been under Universal's unused bandwagon for a while. And yeah. it's weird to me because like a while back, Fox lost Daredevil. Um, because they didn't want, because uh, they 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 had Daredevil and they were gonna lose Daredevil because they had no interest in making another Daredevil movie, and that's when Marvel said, um, "Give us some stuff from the Fantastic Four license, and we'll let you renew Daredevil for free." Yeah, and give us give us some surfer. They didn't I just want some surfer; they wanted some stuff from the cosmic scheme. Up period. The scrolls, yeah, the scrolls and stuff like that. The scrolls, Galactus, Silver Surfer, and we'll share too. They they just wanted yeah. to use it, and Fox, typical of them, said, "No, no, you can keep Daredevil. Screw you." And so Marvel said, okay, fine. And now Daredevil is fucking amazing. And somebody at Fox got fired. Yeah, somebody, as quickly as they fire people, because they fire people fast. Because I'm, they, they also kind of had the Punisher. Yeah, they through did. Through Lionsgate, because uh, Lionsgate was a subsidiary for, for Fox. Yeah, and they had yeah. the Punisher, and they let him float too. And it was funny because, I mean, say what, you will about the, say what you will about the, the Affleck Daredevil movie, it did make money to warn a sequel, although it never happened. And in my head, I was like, well, you should throw the Punisher in there and have him go at it. What so are you I, talking I, about? They had a sequel. It was called Elektra. No, no, no. That, that's a spinoff. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, someone but, else yeah. should get fired for the Punisher thing, too, and the Elektra thing, because um, they were amazing in this uh, season of Daredevil. Yeah. I like the way they're treating their street-level heroes, man. And I like that their street-level heroes have consequences to every little thing they do, every fight they get into, every freaking challenge they take, there's a consequence. Unlike Batman, who needs more consequences. He just needs more consequences. He's running around like a crazed billionaire, beating up the mentally ill with billions of dollars in metal. Yeah, it's either that or be completely unsympathetic and empathetic to humanity in general yeah. and just decimate everything in sight. Yeah, like, so, seriously. I mean, like, pick your poison. He was running around. He was like, da -da 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 -da, combo. <laughs> you know, like, like, what the hell is he doing out there? Like, let's be honest. If Mike, Mike, let's be honest. The reason why Superman really wasn't doing too much is because he was afraid to fly around the city and decimate people just by flying. Yeah, like, seriously. Their breath was explosive. Batman was very murdery. Like, whoa, dude. And, you know, like I said, I got over the whole murdery Batman thing, but it just put Batman in a new light that I kind of had for a while. 
Like, like Nate, have you ever wondered why Batman's still bitching about being an orphan? I mean, there's, I, I, there's, there's I, plenty I, of orphans in Gotham. They're just not building. Whoa, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. But this movie might as well have been called Orphan Fight the Movie, okay? They were both freaking lamenting the loss of their parents. All right? No. Superman has less reason? Yeah, really. Well, yeah. I mean, he had a mushroom like, flashback talking to his dad about the Fortress of Solitude, so, you know. Yeah, he wasn't talking but, about his uh, space daddy, though. He wasn't. He wasn't talking about space daddy. He was talking about Pa Kent, who, for some reason, is completely needing medical uh, pills of some sort to keep him from walking into tornadoes. Uh, yeah, let me say no, about it's, that. It's no, fine, no, son. No, no, no. no, it's really not, Dad. This is going to kill you. No, it's okay. This was dude, for a dog, dude. This was for a well, dog. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. I, I always joked about this, but I think there's some truth to it. Like, like what I was saying, Man of Steel didn't bother me. Like, the destruction, like, what Mike said, didn't bother me either uh, for, for many reasons. Um, but one thing that bothered me about the movie more than anything else is how they handled Pop Kent. That was you know, the, the thing that bothered don't me the most. Don't save them, this, that, and the third. But I'm watching the tornado scene, and I'm watching it, and, and I, couldn't, I, I couldn't help but ask this question when he put his hand out telling Kal-El not to come after him, couldn't knowing full well that he could have saved him. My question was, how much of a pain in the ass is Mock Kent that he's willing to take a tornado? I got a better one for you. Hold Kent. on. She's insane to have Hold tolerated this weird dude who Hold walks on. into tornadoes. I'm going to give him my theory. Nate. Yes. I think Ma Kent is an abused wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's why. Damn. Here's why. I don't even think you got to tell me because now I'm like, it's coming in. But <laughs> You're already figuring it out, right? In all the scenes, the <laughs> in all the scenes in Man of Steel where he's talking to Clark, Ma never says a thing. She's there always, is no contradiction to anything Pa says. She's always <laughs> shut the fuck up. She's like in her farm place saying not a thing as he tells his son, yeah, you could let a bus go of children die and all this nonsense. But then dad dies and she has this speech with her son about how his father would have envisioned him in the world. And it's completely contradictory to everything his father said. She even said the same thing in this movie, which was completely contradictory to everything his father said. Even when he envisioned well, she said. Although when she said, uh, don't be the hero, you don't owe them a thing, uh, I'm thinking she probably thought she saw his like spirit, like, I turn like, bitch, don't you put that Yeah, yeah like, like, all of a sudden she was saying, she was saying the same stuff she was saying in the last movie, and then she ended yeah. it, or don't do a thing, or don't do a thing, because he's listening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Spirit also, of Paul Kent is there. I know you saw him. He's around. On top of that, when she was being held up by the Kryptonian and then tossed to the ground, she took that hit like a superstar. Oh shit! No, I haven't thought. <laughs> Dude, she got scudded. She, she got was scudded and she snapped got up, saying, "I'm okay." Like nothing. Like That's... she's taking some hits, like a pro like, boxer. Oh, it's, just, it's just the pickup truck in the roof of the barn. Don't worry about it. And you know what? That's the kind of man Pa Kent was. He's like, I got this indestructible alien superboy. I got to put the fear of God in him, and that's why his boy is weak. And his boy has no self confidence because <laughs> he abused him while his senses were in play. He was fucking with that kid and beating his wife. He, Pa Kent, was an evil person, and that's what I got out of Man Steel. <laughs> wow, you just hate, made me hate Pa Kent even more. Thank you, I'm dude. Sorry. There's no other. There's no other answer for why he is as jacked up as he is. He really does come off like he had like the worst childhood ever. <laughs> like, dude, because if his Nate, childhood Nate, was even half as good, this wouldn't be an issue. Nate, okay, like, yeah, I understand. Developing his senses and having to check his anger was a thing growing up. But then right. 
he's invincible, super strong, can master his senses, and now can fly. What the fuck are you so upset about? Well, that's the thing I, I've always brought up. Remember the the Tim the Tim uh, the Bruce Tim Superman the cartoon? Yeah, yeah the whole cardboard Remember? box speech. No, not even that. Not, not even all that. Just like when he finds out that he's an alien, like I think it was the first episode, he runs off and then you know he takes a jump and then he sees that he's flying, and he's like, all "Holy good. shit, I can fly!" All yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're seventeen year old. I'm kid. an alien. No, I'm freaky strong. No, ah, run, jump, flying. Holy shit. Maybe this is okay. <laughs> so. Hold on, guys. Two things. One, um, you realize that horses are mentally so beaten, you can tether them to a plastic chair and they will feel like they can't move from that chair, right? Yes. That's Superman. Yeah. No matter how powerful he is, because he was conditioned from an early age that you don't backtalk pa, mm-hmm. that's all you get. Yeah, he's a Kansas boy. He's a Kansas boy. Pa um, can't beat Superman. <laughs> He the beat the shit out of him. He had, remember, he had access to that shit. I bet you Pac knew about Kryptonite a while ago. A he just took a piece ago. of, he fashioned a paddle from the ship. Yeah, he had some of that shit in his belt buckle. Like, seriously. <laughs> just, and just beat enough, that boy with the Kryptonite belt buckle. Right? And let the ma talk back. Like, what, you you think if I can't beat our super child, you think I, I have mercy for you, woman? Like, seriously. and Because listen to how tortured they are. You saw... So you saw uh, Clark had a vision of his father, and you saw mm-hmm. the dialogue they had. That was nothing like what his father was. Right. That was the vision. That was the skewed vision of a man who was abused. I don't. I. I, I don't know who that was. That wasn't Pa Kent. Clearly, this is why the universe is the way it is, because Pa Kent. Um, and number two, insofar as Superman sort of lamenting being Superman. Wow, like. <laughs> Holy crap. I want you guys to consider for a second, this is a guy who can fly anywhere, can't be harmed, has heat ray vision, which he uses even in the first movie to swath a hole through solid ice to get to the ship, um, has all these powers, and decides to become a fisherman in the middle of nowhere to get away from everything. <laughs> what does that tell you David... about the mindset of Superman? It he has tells a David you... Banner moment. It tells you that a guy with all these senses, no... You notice how his senses were selective, right? It's because beaten children learn to ignore things that they're not supposed to hear. So when he was flying to the Middle East, he didn't bother to hear the gunshots. He didn't bother to listen to anything that he wasn't supposed to listen. He didn't bother to listen out for his mother. You know why he could? I told Bo this earlier. He couldn't find his mother because Pa always raised him never to listen to that bitch. Like, and then he exhibits he, he exhibits those signs when he's around Lois, like, girl, you're going to look at me and love me some, love you some Kansas right now. Yeah. I saved you. And he's we're bathing so in the needy. We're bathing in the dust of our of my fallen enemies. Kiss me now, woman. Yeah. She kisses him in a field of ash because she's about to commit to her lord and savior, who's about to be her alien conqueror. Her alien overlord conqueror. And, and, and then years, then like 18 months later, he is a needy nothing who's like crawling into the tub for her, begging for answers out of her, you know, looking for solutions. What happened to his easy attainable worldview when he could, he hears the opinions of so many people throughout the world so he could see what people truthfully are, you know, and he's like still lost and needs answers from her. I, dude, 
any any second of any minute of any of the last two Superman movies. He was also movies, trained never really, to raise fist. Never raise a fist. Unless you're beating your wife. Look, um, I I really wanted him to just at any moment in time say, I was raised to do the right thing. And that's to protect people who need protecting. Mm-hmm. Except he couldn't say that because, because Pa Kent said, let them little bastards drown. <laughs> I want I want Superman Prime back. I want Earth Earth Prime Superman. I don't like this Elseworld Superman. That's the only way I can justify this in my head, Mike. This is an Elseworld Superman where Pa Kent was a douche. No, you say New Fifty Two. I mean, he's got the costume. I guess. Like this is the dumbest brick of a Superman I've ever <laughs> seen. Hey, I have these aliens, and this Leave is a alone. problem. I don't, dude. He's an abuse victim. Lex Leave Luther, him alone. Hold on, hold on. Lex Luthor in ten minutes said, "Let me start." poking at the ship i have information oh tell me more like who doesn't ask a ship with information information he's an investigative reporter why doesn't he investigate nobody ask the ship questions ask your hologram dad where is space dad get some answers what's going on space dad was pocket but he met him too late Space Dad gave him all the answers in the first movie. Why doesn't he go back and ask Space Dad anything? Because the bad man... Wasn't he deleted? Didn't Zod delete uh, Space Dad? No, because uh, Space Dad still helped Lois get to where she had to go. Yeah. yeah. and then No, but Space Zod Dad spoke with him he's... later. Yeah, yeah, but he... Space... No, dude, Space Dad is in the little thing that Superman's been running around with with uh, the S on it. Yeah, I know, but it was still in the ship, I remember, and then Zod was talking to him, and just before he dropped the, uh, the dubstep machine... He like deleted him or something like that. I think he just connected. He severed his access to the ship. Oh. I think he's still on the the Kryptonian the memory key. stick. The memory stick. Uh, the Kryptonian flash drive. Look, <laughs> they just then, gonna afford Russell Crowe again. Yeah, like just bring Russell Crowe back. Like I drink and I fight, and I drink and I fight. Son, you need to bust these aliens up. But whatever, dude. Look, the Regenesis chamber on the ship. Really? This is there? That's a thing? Well, way to go, Soups. Way to check and make sure that's not a thing and, like, turning stuff off. Or what? Why did nobody but Lex Luthor ask questions? An investigative reporter and the world's greatest detective ask zero questions about anything. That boggles <sighs> my mind still. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't reconcile this in my head. Oh, nobody man. was who they were. You could save all. Pa was it Paquette? You could save all of them. <laughs> Jesus float. Go save them all. And then this movie. Um, Paquette isn't Paquette. Superman is not an invest. Uh, Clark Kent is not an investigative reporter. Batman is not the world's greatest detective. Wonder Woman is not an ambassador or of any sort. Lois Lane might they're, be the only person. Their costumes. They are not the characters. That's what you're saying. Yeah, because if any of these people were remotely close to their characters, you wouldn't have half of this stuff. You have to suspend the character for the movie to make sense. And that's my ultimate come away with. Nate, what do you think? Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a little more forgiving than, than you guys. I mean, again, not the greatest thing in the world. Um, I walked out not angry because, as I told Mike earlier, I'm a huge Conan the Barbarian fan. And ain't nothing going to rape me more than that 2011 piece of shit movie. So I don't think there's anything that's going to hurt me more than that. Ooh. I mean, I, I walked away. I walked away with Man of Steel, not angry. I mean, I understand, you know, like when you guys. Go on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go on, go on, go on, go on. 
No, so I understand where like you know the the frustrations are because I have them too. But, but you, you, you empathize, know. but you have you have you have let that ship sail. Yeah, I kind of have like one foot on each end of the spectrum, and that's the only way I'm going to personally be able to survive these things. Like if anyone, <laughs> like when people when, when people tell me I'm taking this too, well, I had too many expectations for this movie. I tell them it's Batman versus fucking Superman. Right. It's not too high an expectation. It's, you know, no, it's I, not. I expected to see Batman versus Superman, not Superman wishy washy fight Batman while Batman wants to beat the ever living crap. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm saying? <laughs> no, absolutely not. You, you're within your right to feel the way you are. I don't think it's over the top. I mean, like I said, and I did I go in with, I did go in with lowered expectations. Did it help? Yeah, but even even with and the lower no, expectations, did, yeah. you hit the nail on the head. It's Batman and Superman. Like, um, I had this conversation with some other people and stuff. And, like, I mean, like, you've known me for the longest time. Captain America's my guy. Daredevil's my guy. Conan's my guy. Colossus is my guy. Superman is, like, the DC guy that I love. Like, Batman can eat a dick. That's where I'm at with Batman. But I like Batman, but I like Superman that much more. And um, even as, as a Marvel dude, I'm like, where is Justice League? Where is their shine at this point, you know? Um I don't know if these guys will uh, get everything going. Like, you know, I'm waiting to see what Justice League is like. So I'm still, like I said, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I know there's like problems with the wazoo, but I want to get to the Justice League point already. I think Suicide Squad will be better because they. I'm might, positive Suicide Squad. They'll have a better, be better director at the helm, and I think a lot of the um, singular movies might be better because they'll get to focus on a singular movie, and it won't be Snyder. I think that it will be good for them. They'll need the revitalization. And um, it's unfortunate that Snyder is still the guy doing the Justice League. He's going to be doing Justice League. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so we know that's going to be a turd bomb. So, well, you know, like again, buckle, when, buckle up, bitches. Yeah, buckle up, bitches. Buckle up, buckle up bitches. Because this hooker's going to take your wallet again. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. But Snyder was attached to Man of Steel. I was like, that, that was already a kick in the nuts. So, you know, it's like, I, I do love Superman. I want to see more Superman movies. So. My loyalty to, to Big Blue, I'm going to be there, you know? I just hope that before so, I'm, I take the eternal dirt nap, I get to see Superman. So for the most part, this has been a banner good run for you because Captain America's doing great. Yes. Or, you know, Colossus finally had a good good appearance. Yes. You must be happy with uh, Deadpool because Colossus was a, probably actually one of my that is the, favorite renditions I mean, of him. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not a Deadpool fan, and I mean... Not, Neither am I. <laughs> Not to uh, not to insult any Deadpool fans. I'm not, I'm not a Deadpool, my... fan, uh, Deadpool fan, but, but yeah, that movie I mean, was funny. It was funny. It was. I, it was if Colossus it, was not in that movie, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, that was my sell point. And and like, that, oh, Deadpool's coming out. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Have fun with it. Don't care. Oh shit, is that Colossus? All right, you got my ten fifty. Is that Colossus looking better than Colossus has ever looked in any That's of the movies? Past. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool was saying, "You don't like me, but you will." Yeah, I guess so. Like, well, he, he, like he said in his trailer. Yeah, I'll give you the reach around. Well, well yeah. yeah. Well, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do you one better, Mike. Two things. I got Colossus, and while the next one might not happen, he name dropped off longer for cable. Yeah. Even if it was a joke. So it's like Ryan Reynolds, you son of a bitch, you're staring into my soul. Yes, he is. He's giving you the reach around. He's he's making sure he's there for you. <laughs> He's like, I know you like it nasty, motherfucker. <laughs> just keeping up behind me like, you want that Dolph? You want that Dolph? Oh, get that T-shirt. I want that Dolph. <laughs> I, I got a friend who's probably going to make a T-shirt that says I'm Dolph Lundgren's bitch, so. <laughs> I'm a Lundgrenite. 
<laughs> Look, uh, uh, I guess the one positive is that there's enough of these movies going around that we can be as critical as we want of it for whatever reason. Yes, we, we are we are nitpicking on a smorgasbord of geek rewards of movies and their attempts to make it. On the other hand, I feel like because they're so popular and populous, uh, as the geek, uh, the rise of the geek continues, that to not be not critique in any sort of really purposeful critical way is to just sort of write this blank check and say you can kick out whatever you want and you don't need to be thoughtful about it. So I think the responses are even if they're not positive, are necessary to a reasonably healthy uh, subculture for the geek movies. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, Bo, because to be honest, if we just took whatever they gave us and be and just be happy because they're bothering to acknowledge us, that would be foolish because we are the paying audience. We are buying to see these movies. We need to be critical. Yeah, don't over-nitpick. That's, that's why I said don't bother with the nonsense that's like the 530th thing that's wrong with the movie. Attack it for right. what it is as a movie, and if it fails there, that is the problem. That's well, why no, I, I still I, I still had to tag the five, five, 500 to 503 because those personally drove me a little nutty, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because um, like I will always say with Age Voltron, I, I was okay with the movie. Actually, my biggest problem was it was Ultron's damn mouth moving all the damn time. <laughs> but, you know, like, but, but I was okay with the movie. And I was fine with it, but was it perfect? No. Did I criticize it? Yes. Did I enjoy it? Yes. It's when they go this far with things and just like say, just shut up, you'll like it, that it's annoying. And it takes me back to things like Phantom Menace where we're just going to buy it because it's Star Wars. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't that I mean, like the first three X-Men? I mean, honestly. The yeah. first. There, Mike, you remember me. I was the only guy against the X-Men. Yeah, but the, thing, but the thing was, it was, it was in a, at, at the time, it was a desert oasis of nothing. You know what I'm saying? It really was standing out on its own for a while. Yeah. Um, but here until is Spider-Man the rolled up, I guess. Yeah, until yeah. Peter Parker swung up and said, "No, nah, dudes, you could put on a freaking costume." Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be people in civvies with superpowers. And Look, then Deadpool um, took it a step further and, "No, dudes, you can actually put on a costume." <laughs> you know, because so, well, I, I just think I want to be a little uh, pragmatic in my statement here when I say. When the fandom gets defensive and says, well, you have to support this and you have to love it because otherwise we wouldn't get it. I have to remind the fandom that, no, we get it because we pay for it. They're putting this out because we are here to be entertained. It's our money and our goodwill that keeps these movies going, not the other way around. Yeah, and Do not the, be beholden to your fandom. And it's the criticism that actually makes them go say, uh, maybe we need to reboot X-Men. Maybe we should give, give Daredevil a chance. Maybe we should rethink all the destruction in Men of Steel and use every free moment we can to say that there's nobody in these areas that devastation is taking place. <laughs> like, what it, whatever it is that you got to do, but at the end of the day, if you don't say something about something, then you get uh, fan four stick. Yeah. And... Yeah. You will get a lot of fan four stick if you just That's blindly right. go, it's okay. You can't. And just because you, the hooker's there doesn't mean you gotta do it. You can okay, actually Nate, just go home. <laughs> okay, Nate, you don't have to go and do this. You can go home with your wallet and say no and wait. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. There, yeah there's gonna be the there's gonna be other hookers out there. 
You don't have to settle for the one that looks like a silver mannequin with a ragtaggy green cape. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like oh, I think we've I think we've ranted. I just wanted to say this. This is why I hounded after you today, Nate, because I felt I needed um um uh, trauma consulting. <laughs> All right, because I did just see the movie today. The wound doesn't get any fresher. <laughs> I, I I at least got to sleep on it. So you know, I saw the movie today. I saw it with Mike Bo. I saw it with Mike, and we both walked out like, yeah, like, that that bitter aftertaste. Like, you know, oh, I, I completely understand. Uh, what I've noticed, and uh, with people that I've dealt with, you know. That, I call them the new fans, the ones that became fans because of the movies, and then you know the fans that are like us and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I've interacted with all types of fans, which I'm sure you two gentlemen have, and like you guys have problems with this movie. Cool, I get it. I'll know somebody that will love this movie absolutely up yeah. and down, and okay, you know, God bless. And that's why I say I'm the guy that that like I had like one foot on each end. You know, I really enjoyed the movie, but I have a I have a ton of problems, especially when I feel that my guy is not getting the the respect that he deserves as you said 75 years and i still got to hear the nonsense that oh he's overpowered he's boring he's this and that and then i ask you guys so let me ask you a question do you like captain america yeah he's a good movie yeah do you, do you like thor yeah he's cool in the movie i'm like you know what happens when you take thor and captain america you put him in the blender you get fucking superman yeah. what's the difference there is no difference because to be honest with you um the one edge they gave thor is like okay so he bled so we knew he could get hurt they could have done the same thing in man of steel um, the they could have made Superman positive, just like they did with Captain America. Look, in Man of Steel, he was completely indestructible. Him and Zod were playing slap fight with each other. Nobody even got their hair messed up, and then all of a sudden he, and then all of a sudden he could break his neck. And I don't know how or why they were fights with no consequence and people died. And you got to get spoon fed this. At the end of the day, whether you're all for or all against or somewhere in the middle, I think. Uh, Opinions and feelings about stuff that sort of evoke opinions and feelings from us uh, based on the things that we like and enjoy. Everyone's entitled to their feels on it. Yes. No, there's no, that's, there's no really wrong answer to any of it. Um, someone's going to love it. Someone's going to hate it. Someone's going to be in the middle. Yeah, well, I'll share this with you guys real quick. Um, the phone call I just got was a friend of mine. He just walked out the theater and he is fuming and he just had to, he had to vent for like five minutes. Wow. I believe I, I am his resident fanboy, so like you know, he, he's uh, he's not a comic book guy, but he'll see the movie. So whenever something comes about, he's like, "Nate, what's this? What's that?" So that's what that was, and he was just he's angry, dude. Yeah, but see, that's isn't that where I was, Nate? I mean, why did why yeah. are we why are we even talking today? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't spoken to you in how long, and I was like, "Quite some time." I need help. <laughs> I need an adult. I, te- I, I, I texted Bo. <laughs> I texted Drew. I texted you. I texted my wife, and I was like, and all, and I and yo, dude, Nate, I was texting you like crazy. <laughs> all right, like this hurts. Well, that was my right. That was my ride home. I um, I, I get a ride home, and I'm in the back of the car, and I'm like, man, I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, Nate, it was wonderful hearing from you, man. I remember, right, yeah, Nate, you don't have to be a stranger, fuck. and anything you need yeah, to ever air. Feel free to come in and want to record with us because we always like new material. You know, yeah, we, we like varying opinions. We should do a thing on Conan for Christ's sake and bitch about Momoa. Sure. <laughs> <I'd> love to. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's come on, man. Let's ease off of Momoa, man. He was an actor doing a job. Like, again, true, but that doesn't, not, that doesn't mean the movie didn't hurt somebody. Oh, well, I, I believe it did. It hurt a lot of people. 
Uh, let me clear something up. When, when I piss on an actor, it, it isn't personal. I, I mean, like like I told Mike earlier, I, I like Jason Momoa. I like the idea of Jason Momoa. I mean, he could be like the next like big action dude. Like I'm, I'm a buff of the '80s action guys. He could have been Conan, them. but that's shit. He could have been. No, he could have been. I mean, like I told you earlier, he could have been. He looked just like a Barry Windsor Smith drawing. So I don't blame him. I blame the writers. I blame the production more so than anything else because they didn't deliver what they promised. Oh, by they the said way. we're not. Yep. Yeah. By the way, he even improvised all those Conan stances that he kept taking. Those are oh, yeah. his ideas. Those are his oh, ideas. Cool. He was looking up artwork on this man. He was like, I can do this. I can do this. No, I, I honestly believe if, you know, despite my, my hesitance on him, if the movie was a hit, if he, you know, even if he didn't sell me on the first one, but if they kept going, it could have been his franchise. You know, he could have been. That guy. Uh, he could have been yeah, the guy. He, he could have been, been the Conan. Would he make me forget Arnold? Never. But, you know, I, I can separate church and state. Like, he's not doing Arnold Conan, so... He's doing Conan, Conan. Look, if you really want to really hang anybody up, there's usually two two guilty parties, writing and directing. Director yeah. was uh, Marcus Nispel, yeah, who's done Texas I, Chainsaw Massacre, the reboot, yeah. Friday the 13th reboot, yeah, and Pathfinder. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, I hate to do this, but I gotta go. All right, we'll catch right. you later, Nate. Later, All right, man, thanks for thanks having for me. All right, and that was Nate. I mean, I think that's a good enough place for us to pretty much kind of sum and wrap this up. Let's not hang the poor actors by their feet. They're actors, although some of them, it is what it is for movies. Writing and directing more than not is usually more of an issue for most, for at least for me. Yeah, because to be honest with you, it's writing, acting, and editing them too. Because these are the people that see the product over and over again and give it the okay, whether it's good or bad. It's like if this goes and this stays and this goes and that stays. Yeah. It's not even as much the writer because you could take a crappy script and just give it a good treatment. You could take a great script and give it a crappy treatment. The 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 writer doesn't see the product. He writes a story. Absolutely, but I mean, some scripts are just kind of poor. Because I'm positive, I'm positive that the script for um, uh, uh, Dawn of Justice wasn't what we saw on screen. Because I'm positive a lot of things were ham fisted in. Yeah, you could tell some of it was. Some of it? <laughs> I'm being kind. I guess in closing, people, you know, uh, love it or hate it, uh, let us know. Give us some feedback. Tell us how you feel. Tell us why. Who do you think is responsible for why it was awesome or bad? Doesn't matter. Uh, share your feels. And if there's... And, and chime like, in. subscribe. Chime in. Uh, if there's a movie in particular... And within the geekdom that you'd like us to review, talk about, let us know. We'll give it a spin. If we like it, we'll definitely give it a, a, a go at. All right, guys? Uh, yeah, I always want to thank uh, Thunderstruck Studios uh, for our intro, uh, Freak of the Week. And I would like to thank uh, Mike's people, um, particularly today, KO from Life is Sweet. Thank you so much for that sweet outro. Nate, thanks for coming on today and uh, giving it a go with us. Uh, Mike. Lex in the back, our, our, our back office and our, all of our IT and tech support. Without Lex, this goes nowhere. Thank you, Lex. Um, and any and all the fans in the geekdoms that uh, share our feels and our ideas about a lot of this stuff. Without you guys, this goes nowhere also. So thank you all. And most of all, more than anything else, thank you, Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman for this amazing roller coaster of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, let's end it all here. See ya. Later, I will see you later. Bye bye, hater. I will see you later. Bye bye, see y'all later.